スロットドーンシュッ What's up? Happy Friday, everybody. Saturn Dave here, and no train of co because、uh, his boss sucks. <laughs> I guess he's having to like have a face to face meeting with his boss, and he won't be available until the the second half of the hour. So, anyway, you got me. <clears throat> and、uh, in keeping with this theme of not having much, we don't even have that much to talk about this week because there hasn't really been any news. Unless you guys got news for me that you want to drop on me in the comments <laughs> of this cast.、Uh, but, you know, greetings and, and howdy to everybody that's in the chat. I think we got 15 people watching right now.、Uh, do me a favor and share out the stream and get other folks in here, and we can hang out and talk Saturn. And I will <clears throat> turn this into an impromptu question answer session, and you guys can just fire questions at me and we'll, we'll chat. Oh, and we're on. Uh, we are holy crap. I uh, so my monitor volume is really high on this thing. Please let me know if I turn into a robot because uh, since last week I went ahead and installed new. I、uh, now I can hear myself in somebody's uh, headphones coming through. My But anyway, apologies, I'm just testing your volume. Oh, okay. <laughs> so tell me if I become a robot because I installed new firmware. And I installed new、uh, ASIO drivers on my、uh, iRig device. So, and、I'm, I have a new cable as well. So, hopefully, everything is good for the duration of the show.、Um, I'm just going to shout the folks that are in the chat. We've got, of course, Anthony, my sidekick today, Knight of Dragon, 8 bit SK Boy. How's it going, man?、Um, Datura Twist, Martin Evans. Paul Borte,、uh, David Zaney, a bunch of folks I recognize, Mike Garcia, Con Lee. I think I've seen you on the last couple shows.、Uh, so, shouts to everybody. Thanks for joining us.、Uh, thank you, Martin. I'm glad so far, so far,、uh, knock on wood here. <clears throat> so, yeah,、um, let's see. Seriously, if I open up the website, You can see we've got like, we talked about Uncle from Another World last show, and then Pat has been、uh, flooding the feed with、um, basically <laughs> back issues of Shiro's show. So that's good. I mean, Pat's on it now.、Um, but not, not a whole lot of new stuff to talk about. What's going on with you, Anthony? I'm going to make you talk. Go right ahead. Oh, not much is going on. Right now, I'm、uh, working on trying to figure out these LVI modems for everybody. I yeah, literally、oh. have the soldering iron in my hand as we speak. So, it's my understanding that you wanted to, you wanted to take the shortcut and forego the,、uh, what's it called? You wanted to not have to put in the little, uh, uh, was it a,、yeah. was it a capacitor? It without the capacitor and the resistor. Without the capacitor.、But. It didn't seem to work, so I ordered、right. the、uh, capacitor resistor and they came about like 30 minutes before the show started.、Uh, okay. So now I'm playing go, with that. Go figure, you'd actually need the capacitor. Well, I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see.、Um, so, Knight's busy plugging away at those line voltage inducer modem, live modems, I、Good、guess. Hey, is that my bro, Pat? Yep. 
Hey, sorry about that. I had a my boss uh, had a, had a meeting with me. Nothing yeah. bad. Nothing bad. Actually, honestly, it's really good. They gave me a, a merit increase. So I was very happy about that. Right, right. <laughs> I'm just yes. kidding. So everything everything's good in that regard. So I had to. Uh, nice. I said I just had to get that sorted real quick, but everything's going well. Everything's going well. Uh, well, let's pop uh, yeah. you into the stream here. Hey, yeah, what, hey. Did I, uh, what did I miss? You just missed um, nothing, really. Just a bunch of, you know, me tripping wow. over myself uh, verbally uh, about in regard to uh, my audio setup hopefully being fixed. And uh, let me just kind of situate Pat here in the stream. It's a sad, sad situation. Probably back up a little bit, Pat, I guess. If you yeah, can. There that. you go. My bad. We're always showing people how the sausage is made. <laughs> I don't like talking about sausage on air. You don't like sausage metaphors. I get it. Um, I have too many in my life as it is. I don't need multiple. Well, we got 23 people know. watching. <laughs> Hello, everybody. As we make our, our sausage jokes and our Mr. Bones jokes. Mr. Uh, sausage Bone, Bone Man. Bone Man. We don't have, we don't have anything on the agenda Shaping. today. Except I Dang. did give you a little bit of a pat on the back, a pat on the back for getting caught up on the, uh, you know, uploading all of the back issues of Shiro Show. So good, good on you. It's just up to March, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting back in the groove. It's been a crazy, <clears throat> like work's been really busy. Like mm -hmm. we're finally in a lull, so uh, stuff isn't as yeah. crazy as it was before. So I can actually do, mm -hmm. do some of those things. I hear you. I mean, honestly, unpredictability is the only thing I can count on lately for me because during the during the pandemic, like the right in the middle of the pandemic, I pretty much had nothing but time on my hands, and now it's like time comes and goes. Yeah, like time. Some well, sometimes I'll have I'll sit down and I'll be like, "Wow, I have a ton of time," and I get into the Netlink chat and I'm like, "Somebody hit me up and let's do some Netlink," and then some hit me and up, it, hit my butt. And then I'll be trying to like get some work done on like editor's corner and I'm just finding that I don't have any time because then I get swamped, you know, at, at work or whatever from one week to the next. So um, it's kind of the opposite of uh, too much time on your hands. It's absolutely no time on my hands. It's just up and down. It's just, you know, I can't, I can't get consistent. I don't have any kind of consistent schedule right now. You know, that's the hard part. Um, there are some questions. Saturn Dave, do you still make custom Saturn inserts? Speaking of that, uh, speaking of time, uh, no, not really because of that. I don't have time. It, if I had another one of me, if I had another Saturn Dave, then I would just have him do all that stuff. I would just keep him Honestly, locked in a closet and he would do, uh, he would do custom reproductions and he would work on the magazine and all that stuff. And then the other honestly guy speaking, if me and Dave were more locally, I, I actually think we'd be able to schedule more time to do a lot of these things. It's just yeah, hard. That's like, true. I, like, like Dave, Dave asked if he needs help with the repros, I'd help him out a million percent. Like if he's locally, like to help him mail them out or get them shipped. But like, yeah, there, there's only so much we could do apart. And I know it's kind of weird to say, it's like, why don't you just do it online? But, like I think, like with Dave and I, like we got so much. Like honestly, we got so much done at the when we were at PRGE. But like, that's together. all we were. We were just focused on that. It's like we didn't do anything else. We we were just go go go. Yeah. Honestly, I have eight 
I have like nine copies of Grandia boxed up, packaged up, ready to ship out, and they've been sitting in my bedroom <clears throat> since before I went to Hawaii. And ever since I got back from Hawaii, I haven't been able to reach out to anybody to, to move them because I just don't have time, so I'll get around to it. Um, but uh, we need to talk about Mr. Bones on the show, apparently. Blue Moon uh, says... Should I do Dolly Hour? Dolly Hour? Oh, yeah, you can show us your updates. You, you just did, like, a Soccer Wars thing. Show yeah, it. So, so I... Uh... So there's a spot, this commander called Farsight. It's like a commander of the Tau army. And I just painted them up last night. And uh, I actually did, not only did paint him, but I did basing on him. So he's right here. If I can him close to the camera. So you have him like a... Oh. That's really cool. That's much more colorful than a lot of the ones that I've seen. Yeah, I kind of like... A lot of the, the, the Warhammer is all grimdark and like like really dark colors. Right. Like really grungy. But I really liked... I really wanted to do like this Japanese style because I saw this this model. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's really cool. I love the the, the pedal thing. I can make soccer pedal, pedals and have a little bit of grounding on this. So you can see like the, the terrain and stuff on there I, I set up. Oh, yeah. I'm getting like a nice. Neon Genesis um, Evangelion vibe, you know, or definitely the Soccer Wars with the cherry blossoms. That's cool. That's yeah, a, that's like a neat uh, That's a neat take on it. I like that. Yeah, and then I liked it so much I based all my other models like that. So here's my Storm Surge I showed off on the show the other time. Get him with little cherry blossoms on the ground. Nice. Uh, the, only th the, only, the only complaint that I have is I really want a tree model like that. Mm -hmm. So I can put trees in between. Here's my other commander I need to use. Nice. nice. But yeah, I, I picked it up and I, it was really good. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I got a lot of good feedback. I put it on Reddit. Got a lot of people saying it's fire, so... I'm honestly, it's probably my best work, my best work so far. You considering getting any of those like Kobu, Soccer Wars Kobu models? Um, honestly, I I really the only time I have for painting is painting my my models for Warhammer. Yeah. So I kind of would rather I kind of want to focus on painting up my Warhammer models and getting everything painted that I've bought and put together, mm -hmm. versus like putting more money into putting uh, more hobby models stuff into different stuff that I'm not going to use. Yeah. Not saying that I, I I won't use them, but it's like the models I'm going to be using them in the games. Like I'm using this, the the the, the Cap Commander Farsight in the the games I'm playing against. So right. it's like I'm going to be using them versus it's going to look nice on my shelf. Yeah, yeah. And well, a lot of it, I guess, is flex. Like I don't really care if I win or lose. I just kind of I, I always get compliments like when I play these armies and stuff I paint. So I always like I I, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I'm very Ego egotistical in that way where I like them commenting on my model saying they're nice and cool. I, and they like the way they, and I like and I like them and it's a sense of pride to show I did this I didn't commission it I did it all by myself nobody else painted it based it it was most it was most of my ideas that I have to give credit there's another guy that I took the idea for that color scheme for but mm -hmm. I used my own uh use my own ideas and my own little touches on it like the basing well, that's awesome. Thing. You should you have that nice camera. You should uh, get all those models together and take like a a nice photography of uh, of all, your entire set. You know that would be cool. I'd like to see it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to get more paint up first. But I think uh, once I get the majority of paint up, I'll do that. I just want to make sure I have nice nice models. And I really like the the way that the basing came out. I was worried that it was going to look like crap, but it mm -hmm. turned out really nice. I just really want more rocks and trees. 
Uh, shout out to Tom Fun. Welcome to the stream. Uh, says, hey guys, I'm from England. Came across your podcast when you had the Sega guys on. Listened to your episode. Gone back to the very start of your pods, and he's on episode 27 and loving it so far. Wow. Uh, that's dedication going from the start. And let me tell you, I, I went back to the beginning a little while ago just to kind of listen, and our quality was so terrible back then. So my hat is off to you for going that far back. And and yeah, I mean, I pre we appreciate it. We love the Sega guys. James and Dan, they're great guys, and they produce some great content. So, And they love the Saturn, so, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, no, they're really cool. Uh, if you guys hear dog barking, you know that my... Roommate is my roommate is getting the house like prepped for painting. Oh, okay. And my dog has a massive anxiety where if my roommate's gone, he just flips out. Especially if he knows where he, he can get to him. So yeah, that happens. Uh, but yeah, no no, worries. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm really excited for. Looks, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, we're in talks of doing another podcast soon, so I'm hoping we can get that going. Yeah. With a, having a certain dream. Yeah. The. Um, <laughs> To jazz. jazz the old podcasts were great uh thanks that's awesome and uh it, it yeah rough, we though. so they were they were really rough we didn't have good equipment and i i remember like i was at the old house and i was i think i recorded a few of those in my car at that point because the baby was just born and i i couldn't make noise and we were recording at night so it was like i had to go out in my car and record the episodes but yeah, there was some good was times. Funny. You know, we yeah. had a lot of good episodes, though. Like, we had... I really enjoyed the content of the episodes, and we had a few more guests on. Um, I, uh, we're ramping up for some for some more ones, so I'm excited to get the podcast rolling again. Absolutely. I a break, just so I can... But it, it's not ending, we just need to... I think we want to have a good backlog, so that way we don't have to be like, oh, here's a podcast, Here's we're not going to have another one for another four or five months. Yeah. But, well, but I, th I think the Shiro show is satiating, no mm -hmm. pun intended, uh, with like the the need for the. Well, I wouldn't say it, it, it's it's replacing, but it's sort of satiating like the updates that we do. So it's yeah, the podcasts are more evergreen, so we can keep them pretty evergreen. Sure, sure. You know, some of them I considered going back and redoing. You know, for like for example, it might be nice to have Pat on and we'll do uh, another Neo Geo episode. I think that was the number two or the second episode we ever did was like Neo Geo games on the Saturn. Um, it would be kind of neat to go back and revisit that since it's been five years. <laughs> you know? Um, It'd be cool, cool, cool. I would like to do, maybe we could do like some like obscure Neo Geo games or like Could or be, like, yeah. Or like maybe like specific genres like Neo Geo funny games or Neo Geo this. So, mm -hmm. you know, specific genre. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or we can do like Neo Geo shooters, like do like Metal Slug, or do Twinkle Star Sprite. I don't know. I I was like talking about Twinkle Star Sprite. So Twinkle Star Sprites is a is a really awesome game. It's probably one of my favorite Neo Geo games on the Saturn um, because it's so unique. It's like a puzzle shooter, you know. And how many puzzle shooters are there out there? Not not many, if if not any. Many, not many. Yeah. It's a it's a I'm genre. We're, of we're able to get a match in though. What do you mean? Oh, at, at PRGE? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because there was a machine. There, there actually was a state, uh, Twinkle Star Sprite station, and we yeah, had the uh, there was. we had I the Virtual not, Stick not done Pro. The con if we didn't get one, right? Virtual Stick Pro, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the huge uh, arcade stick. Um, so 
yeah i mean we really didn't get to we really didn't get to do much uh recreational stuff other than doing the shiro oh, show no, I, did, we did, I did we recreational did stuff <laughs> right but i mean at <laughs> at, at prge pat <laughs> yeah but i know yeah. all about it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um but you know i think P prge yeah we sadly didn't uh, like I said, I'm excited. To, I'm gonna talk with Bob. We might ha we might check out a convention he's going to. Is that the and retro game world or? or yeah, retro we world. Might do that one. I think it'd be cool. I'd like to do a con a year. That'd be kind of fun. Like maybe just have a con where we all go and just hang out. Because like, uh, I, I like PRGE, but I I think again I'd like to either have somewhere where a guest and we just have a booth mm -hmm. and maybe like a game or two, but or, or like just go like as two guys, a couple guys. Mm -hmm. Just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fun. I'm down. I, you know, I'll be ready for it. Um, I just got to look at getting the plane ticket in advance so I don't pay too much. Because uh, I've discovered you can save a lot by booking it in advance and then not having to worry about it. Uh, if if yeah. it gets down to the last minute, then I start to <laughs> stress out about it, you know? That's the thing with PRGE is I had my plane ticket booked well in advance, but I didn't we didn't have our room booked. So then it's like, I, I was like, well, I'm going to be in Portland, but I don't know where I'm staying, you know, but we, we, we figured it out. After going to the wrong hotel, like two or three times. Right. <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. Was it just once or was it twice? Uh, I can't remember. It felt, it felt like twice, but no, I think it was that we were just exhausted. We both, yeah, they had like the same hotel on opposite sides of the river, you know, opposite sides of the bridge. And, and it's, it's like the same thing. Right. And you booked and yeah, we booked the the hotel where everybody stays, usually for PRGE. And then uh we ended up at the one on the other side of the bridge. So Yeah. Like it, I say, my, really, yes. my takeaway was that I had a good morning walk uh in Portland and that was nice. So the yeah, the weather was good. Was fun. I wish um, I could have joined you for that, but again, I just had too much recreation. Uh so it wasn't kind of was hard to do the walk so do me a favor all 32 of you that are watching the stream here i'm I actually telling me it's like do me a favor pat shut up <laughs> do Anyways. me a favor pat and just shut up no no for me. the 32 people that are watching the stream why don't you give a thumbs up to the stream right now it's not that hard and two, then two uh, and, be like and, and ebert that'll help believe it or not that'll help uh teach youtube what's good and and then uh if you want to help share out the stream that helps as well and uh, if you if you guys feel like it, we are on Discord, and we have a live stream room that is open. <laughs> so if you guys want to come in here and chat with us, you're more than welcome. We don't have any new news to report, so feel free to come into our Shiro Discord link in the description of the video. Um, it's a public Saturn community where we do a lot of cool stuff. We talk about Saturn, Dreamcast, 32X... Genesis, Genesis Sega we have, CD. Exactly. We have... Uh, we can talk about Nintendo Switch. We could. We could. We could talk tech support if you have any questions about your Saturn. Uh, hey, there's Cronol. Am I saying that right? Cronol? Cronoli. Cronola? Cronoli Oli. Uh, and we, we have a tech support channel. So if you have any questions regarding, you know, power supply, video, anything like that, come in there and um, ask your questions and hopefully somebody in our community be available and, and can you know answer your question um 
or at least point you in the right direction. Uh, you know, we also have our general chat where we just kind of shoot the proverbial whatever Oops, <laughs> about, <laughs> about uh, just anything and everything. And then, you know, we also have Netlink tournaments. There's a, there's a uh, decathlete tournament going on right now. Um, you guys might wonder how you can participate in Netlink tournaments and how you can get your Saturn online. Uh, we have a we have a channel for that, just for that, getting your Saturn online in 2023. And there we uh, go. yeah, uh, what else? We're, we're like uh, we're like coast to coast now, except with less conspiracy theories. Did you we, listen to that back in the day, coast to coast? Coast to coast with what was it, Art Bell? Yeah, it was like that conspiracy one, and it always was like, was like about ends. aliens and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, right believe it you, or right? not. I believe it or not, I used to listen to that every once in a while. Like around the same time that the X Files were really popular, you know, Coast to Coast was yeah. really popular. Coast to Coast with Art Bell, and you'd have people calling in talking about how they got abducted by aliens or whatever, you know, space, space goes, coast, 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 coast to coast. coast. We that have a, a music discussion too. where where we where we like to you know share music uh, suggestions and and uh, New music, old music. Bad music, good music. Seriously, though, I, I highly recommend, like, if you guys are on the fence about it, maybe if you hate Twitter or you hate Facebook and those communities are not for you, consider joining our, our Discord because uh, it's it's a more warm and tight-knit community, and we all love Sega Saturn, and we all love just chatting and hanging out. And um, it's, yeah. you and know... if you guys in the chat wants to talk about a topic, just, like, top, type in the chat. Yeah. I think it's a good, like... Oh, oh, yeah, by the way, my birthday is on Sunday. I forgot to mention that. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, your birthday's Pretty on cool Sunday? Life. That yep, snuck up on me. Oh my god, that snuck up on me. Happy happy almost birthday, Pat. Thank you, thank What's you. What's the yeah, damage? 31. <laughs> 31? Oh, but that's a great mm -hmm. age to be. I would like to be 31 again. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a pretty good age. Uh, pretty good age. Um, somebody asked when you guys going to get Dream Dragon's Dream online. I'd like to. I like to, like I said, it's it's a whole process thing. It's kind of more complex than. Yeah. I think we talked about it in the last couple of shows. We did, we did, and we talked about how impossible it would be. No, yeah, it, it's mean, it's yeah. not that it's impossible. It's that it's an it's it would be a massive undertaking, and you wouldn't be paid for it. So we need to find that special person out there who has nothing but time on their hands to do that. Because like sticks, yeah. except sticks. But yeah, anyways, uh, somebody asked Mr. Bones, uh, no. Anyways, uh, the only other push shooter Saturn part from Twin Sports I can think of is is Sukai slot shooting. Speaking uh, of Mr. Bones, I've actually never heard of that. Speaking of Mr. Bones, uh, uh, Sega Lord X just dropped a video recently reaming that game. Uh, so he yeah, he's, he he's like very much, much as I do. So he, he, yeah, he's you guys are in the same boat. You really dislike that game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe you know, maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I'm onto something. You guys. could be. You could be. It is a frustrating game, and it, and at times it feels. Kind of pointless, but it's also great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Game. You know, the thing, the, the truth is that it's possible to like games for, I don't know, ephemeral reasons, or I don't know, uh, je ne sais quoi, things that you can't really put your finger on. I mean, I think, moi, you know. I think with Mr. Bones, it's everything, uh, it's, it's all the sum of its parts, I guess, that you could say. Maybe it's just the fact that fact that pat hates it so much that makes me like it 
maybe maybe it's it's one of those things like the contrarian things like well i like it it's like it's like but it's garbage but i like it i wish trekkies like was it. here because i'd like to talk to him about uh if somebody if if somebody has like one of those crooks those little hooks and you can yank trekkies and get him in here i'd love to talk to him about a, like a recent conversation that we had in uh in the saturn chat about yeah, it's like uh, his arguing I, I, all I heard was Stivor being thrown across the room. You know what's really interesting is that Wik, somebody needs to edit the Wikipedia page for Saturn. Because I'm not even kidding. Like, for the longest time, I have, you know, I have gone under the delusion that... So there's this narrative, basically, that goes something like, nine months before the Saturn was released... They, they caught wind of Sony specs and they decided to add uh, a video display processor. And it was that yeah. video display process. Uh, right. Conley's on it. He, he, the, the, the talk about VDP one versus SH two. So it was that video display processor that supposedly allowed the Saturn to be able to do texture, uh, texture polygons, right. Which would definitely be VDP one. VDP two is really just responsible for backgrounds. You know, the scroll, the like mode seven style stuff. Um, yeah, and I and I posted up as well on the on the on the because uh, somebody tweeted out on Twitter. I I retweeted saying that uh, the Saturn's processors weren't bolted on. 3D right, wasn't right. Bolted onto it. Right. That's that's just a stupid anecdote. But but seriously, um, the 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 Wikipedia article though cites Edge and Next Generation, which were trade industry trade publications at the time that reported directly on the progress for Saturn, you know, and they stated that, and, and they even interviewed Sega employees and, and, you know, they, they stated that information, you know, that, that, uh, in March of 1993, um, sorry, March of 94, that they added a video, a video display processor. Right. And so that's the Wikipedia page is really just citing trade publications of the time. But the fact is, subsequently, Hideki Sato has gone on record just completely clarifying it, saying that, no, VDP was the, VDP-1 was there very, very early on. Of course, before the, before the Hitachi processors, before the joint venture with Hitachi, they were looking at the NEC V60 or something. They were looking at NEC processor, but they quickly nixed that idea in early 93 and decided to go with the SH2s. And so it was one SH2 and VDP1 and VDP2, right? And it was actually the SH2, the second SH2 that was added on later. And I stand corrected because the thing is, uh, even interviews directly with Hitachi, kind of, they all align, you know, all the, the interviews with Hitachi align with the interviews with Hideki Sato and, you know, all this time later, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of switching my opinion and, 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 you know, admitting that, Hey, you know, if that, that's the only information that we had to go off of, but now that we've got these subsequent in, interviews with Sato and Hitachi, and they, they both confirmed that it was actually that S the second SH2 that was added. Um, yeah. then I can't argue with that. And honestly, it, it, it makes, it makes sense too, because, you know, they, they would have, uh, they would have added that, and by doing so, it wouldn't have completely ruined the board 
it wouldn't have completely like what it did is it basically just they they ended up putting both CPUs on the same bus, so that caused a problem because you had the. Do you think Stimlinko three dollars? No yeah, chat. The... <laughs> big shout out. No chat. Let's <laughs> not interrupt. So, uh, yeah, he 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 told us last week that he likes to just give us random donations <laughs> to disrupt we the flow. It. We we appreciate it. You can disrupt the flow. I got a che- I got a check for a hundred dollars from YouTube that I put in the account. So, shouts out. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna have to agree with Khan uh, on the the fact that I, I think that that uh, Next Generation and Edge they, they they shared articles with each other. They were actually really good, really good uh, publications, and they did a lot of due diligence. But I do think it was a matter of things getting lost in translation. I mean, for one, on on one hand, VDP one is a Hitachi chip, so if they said we added a hitachi chip they might have thought that they meant they added vdp1 you know what i'm saying because vdp1 was also a hitachi chip yeah so there's any any number of things could have happened but i think that it really does come down to you know lost in translation things getting lost in translation and assumptions being made there is a degree of like assumptions being made even i have been, you know, deducing and making assumptions based on the information that was available to me over the years. And yeah, so somebody making needs some to ass, make some asses inducing. I gotcha. Yeah. Fair. Anyway, we've had, we've had, you know, social media posts about this that have gone, it have been like, hey, look, here's the, all the proof you need, you know, right. But there hasn't been a definitive article written or something like that that puts all of these different sources together and shows you like a timeline. I think it needs to be done so that it can be brought to whoever edits the Wikipedia article and be like, Hey, let's, like, hey, sure let's put this to death. Let's put this to bed so that we can stop arguing over, you know, this and that, you know, Didn't, I, I could have sworn, I don't know if that's fixed, but I think we, we literally quoted something in in an article. So that way when, when they write it up on the, uh, it was sort of shining force. So that mm. way they could fix that for as with a reference. I can't remember what a article was where you mentioned that. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Because yeah, it was like yeah, we need to put it out that Shining Force. Oh no, it was the article on uh, the release for the, the release for uh, Valkenroder because there was the rumor that the Valkenroder used the same engine as Shining Force Three, mm-hmm. and then Night Stigging turned out that it was not the case. It was way too different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. right, right, right. Somebody was spreading the information that Shining Force ran on that engine. The the Vakken rotor or Vakken rotor ran on the Shining Force engine, which was completely erroneous. Um, yeah, it's so yeah. lucky, I think. You know, Eight Bits SNK Boy was saying, you know, you laugh at people who say that the 3D got added late, and it's funny because um, they're like. It's it, the truth is somewhere in the middle, you know. It's not completely untrue. It's not complete. Uh, for example, in Sato's interview, he does say he he does kind of go on record saying that it wasn't the original vision to create a 3D console. It would have been capable of 3D, no problem. Like it could do 3D maths, and it could um, produce polygons. But that wasn't the focus. The focus was to create a really strong 2D machine, right? Yeah. And and that and. It was just earlier on than people realized. It was in early 93 that they realized that they needed to make a 3D-capable 
machine to go toe-to-toe with PlayStation. And that's when they started looking for people from their arcade division to pull over into the console division in order to make that happen, you know? And, yeah, because um, I mean, I mean, these guys, these are the ones that really revolutionized 3D in their arcades with Virtua Racer, mm-hmm. Virtua Fighter, and all, and like all these other games. So it's like, like saying that they had no intention to do 3D was just kind of wrong, just based off of the, that alone. Right. Yeah, I think it was, have... it was, it was, it was a matter of like 3D to the degree that it ended up being. You know, um, the the because there was a point at which they developed the sprite the 3d sprite engine you know and that wasn't that wasn't at the inception of its development that was kind of midway they developed the 3d sprite based engine and then brought over people to create games for it and um the thing is uh there's a document the the uh i think knight pointed this out and there was a really good uh, a really good point was the the english documentation for vdp1 starts at like March of 1994, right? Like the first revision uh, and translation of the English documentation for VDP-1 is in March of 1994, which means they didn't give US developers information on how to use this chip until March of 1994. And that's- Yeah, a little bit late. Well, it's nine months before the release of the console. And I think that is where- I think that is where Edge probably just saw the date on the document and said, oh, March of 1994 is when, uh, <laughs> you know, is when uh, this thing became available, you know? And so they, did, they, they incorrectly assumed or deduced that that was the beginning of, of oh, uh, VDP-1. Right. Sorry? They do stall, right? Yeah, I mean, but even that is even that's a crime, you know, giving U.S. developers the the documentation that late. But again, they had to translate it right in order to make any sense of it. So, you yeah, know, and look how well that translation was to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, really, it wasn't that VDP one was added nine months before the Saturn's launch. It was that U.S. developers only, or or English speakers only got their hands on the documentation nine months before launch. But Japanese yeah. developers had it very, very early on. Because you, because you guys, if you know how manufacturing works, you know that even, even, even now, if it, if it's nine months on, redesigning the Saturn to support that would be ridiculous to the point where that would be another two-year delay. Right. To support 3D versus you know even now it would probably be that same length, let alone like yeah, like twenty three years ago. I mean, I've talked to my wife about this before and she, you know, she ran a pick and place. She's done lots of board fabrication and even she was just like, man, nine months seems like a a really short amount of time to toss a new, like vital component. Like that's like the centerpiece of, of how your entire engine works into onto the PCB board. And once you put that in, it causes ripples, right? It like changes everything else about the PCB's layout. Exactly. She's, and she's it's, like, it's and like I don't think nine months deep, would be yeah. enough time to turn it around. Uh, you know, they always, part of the narrative is that that time, that amount of time redesigning the board caused them to lose time writing development tools, you know, development libraries and, and uh, the, the exactly. graphics library. Right. But I think, it's still an over-exaggeration because nine months just wouldn't be enough time. Now, 
adding a second SH2 um, mid-93 wouldn't have been as big of a deal, you know, because like I said, they the SH, sorry, not SH3, SH2 uh, in mid-93, the SH2 is designed to like cascade data so you can have them in parallel Yeah, as a master and slave. And really the only problem you'd end up dealing with is them fighting over that same bus. But yeah, pretty um, much, a, it, and and I could see that that's more of a, a useful time frame because because nine months doing that in ninety four, that's like literally rush job. That's like you have like that. It, it would be lucky to even get released, even if everything was pushed to the priority where it's like they're get, they're literally as soon as they get their order, they're pushing boards out for prototyping. That's like right. Really, has, not to mention like nine months like Saturn's released. What year was it? Mar- was it was it March of ninety four? It was November of 94 in Japan. Yeah. So if, you know, like I say... seven months then, right? Well, March to November, that's three quarters, so nine months. About eight months. Eight eight or nine, yeah. But the point point is, it's... Now that you think... Now that I'm thinking about all of it in retrospect, it makes so much more sense the other way, you know? And again, like, the information we have now from Sato and from... uh, And from... Uh, Hitachi really clears that up. It's just, uh, it's just again, like we've been going off of this, we've been going off of this uh, source, you know, in Edge or Next Generation that never went corrected. You know, it was never corrected. That's the thing. Even back in the day, it wasn't like they reported on it in multiple issues. Okay, it was like even in their retrospective issues where they went back and talked about the the console war between Sega, Sony, and Nintendo they would do these roundups of like how the thing was developed and they would repeat the same information and nobody would correct them. Nobody from Sega, at least that I, and maybe it was just that Sega was too busy and they weren't reading those publications, but it's like, it never got corrected, you know? So it just didn't go challenged, you know? And this is why people, you do not use Wikipedia as a source. Do not, if you're making a video, do not use Wikipedia to get sources because stuff for at least for the Saturn is incorrect. And if the Saturn's incorrect, there's probably more that's incorrect on there. But in all fairness, Wikipedia is using Wikipedia is using reputable sources and the only ones that they have. I can't fault the whoever was writing the Wikipedia article, I can't really fault them. They were using the most reputable and possibly accurate source available at the time. Uh, sub- it's only subsequently that we've gotten these interviews, you know, firsthand from like Hideki Sato and from the folks at Hitachi that have really set the record straight. And now I feel like they have a, a duty to to correct this information. But, you know. Exactly. Because if if they don't, we're going to have so many YouTubers regurgitating the same information. Right. Sato was posted on. How many, how many videos, you know, how, how many videos now need to be completely redacted? You know, I, and I, I, and I can tell you one creator that has to redact a video off the top of my head. Well, to name names, we're talking about GameSack, right? Uh, GameSack, uh, I don't want to call people out. I feel Sega Saturn uh, Shiro. No, I don't think we've ever. I mean, Shiro probably. I, I sh- think we Shiro probably need to redact like some stuff, but but I, I know that, and it, I, I like GameSack. I, I don't, you know, I think Joe does some good stuff, but uh, I know that, you know, there was, there was a response that basically shared the sentiment that, you know, maybe they're misremembering, you know, like maybe Hideki Sato is misremembering. And I would be inclined to believe that too, that a, that a quarter century memory is not that accurate. If it wasn't for the fact that 
there are like three other sources very close to the project that all coincide and they all agree that it was like no it was very much like the second sh2 that was thrown in as like a here you can squeeze one and a half times the power out if you're a really good coder you know that's, yeah, that's... I, I guess so but i mean i mean as a developer i can't tell you the i can't tell you off the time ahead what the the, the the last line of code i wrote does or, or is doing but i can tell you generalized things about the apps i've worked on like over 10 years ago that it's functionality sure like yeah and stuff i've developed in, in college and stuff so i can tell you the gist of it mm-hmm. i can't tell you how it functions based base to base but i can tell you at least 10 years ago so i mean mm-hmm. like people have generalized ideas i can't see even after 20 years you would misremember something like that where it's like you've developed it you live with it because once you live with something like that you don't not remember it you know yeah, yeah and, and like yeah. And like Khan says that big of a hardware change would be hard to misremember like you don't you, like something that's like last minute like that you would not forget because right. you'd be like i don't want to do that ever again like because a dev that that's why my mentality if we had to reduce something like the last second and I lost hours and sleep over it. I ain't forgetting that. I ain't forgetting that, but luckily exactly. I've never had to do that. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that, so it, it also meant, you know, Knight also mentioned uh, a point that, you know, what kind of, what kind of 2d machine, what kind of amazing 2d powerhouse would the Saturn have been? It, it, you know, if we want to indulge that, line of thinking that rhetoric that the saturn was designed to be a 2d powerhouse quote unquote what kind of 2d powerhouse would it have been if it wasn't designed around vdp1 from the get-go you know because vdp1 is really the chip that kind of drives all of those sprites you know yes it could have written it could have done sprites uh with cpus you know i mean um and again like vdp2 the yamaha chip really just is backgrounds and and you know the the mode seven effects, but I mean, I imagine that you could still do sprites without VDP one, but it wouldn't be that 2d powerhouse that they were planning on. So it just makes more sense. It just makes more sense. And, and again, you know, like I put way too much, I put way too much stock in those magazines, you know, like next generation, you know, um, because I know that at the time they had their ear to the ground, they were constantly, calling these companies and getting updates because that was their job to report on uh to report on the industry side of things you know for for shareholders you know and for exactly. trade and for people in the industry so i just kind of accepted out of hand that that it was going to be accurate information and that's you know that's where right. I have egg on my I mean, face. Hey, hey, look at, look at, uh, <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. You could be trying to watch old X-Play stuff and remember how, uh, oh my God, how not well aged it, it was. <laughs> oh, like the Tommy, uh, oh, not, not Tommy Teller. I've been thinking of the electronic playground, but, um, or electric playground, but yeah, no, even X-Play. Oh my God. Some of their old reviews. I was just looking at, I was just, um, on eBay the other day. I was looking at some, some DS games, right? There's this mm-hmm. game called Honeycomb Beat on, on the DS. It's a mm-hmm. cheap game. You can get it for like five bucks. It's a Hudson Soft game called Honeycomb Beat. And it's just this very simple, kind of like Luminous, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. has the same vibe as like Luminous. And there's like a honeycomb of different hexagons. And you have to like cancel out these lines of hexagons and stuff like that. And there's like a music soundtrack behind it and stuff. And X-Play... Uh, your 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 buddy from X Play, um, um, Sessler. 
yeah, Sessler gave it its scathing review just because it was a music puzzle game on the DS. The, like, the things that I, yeah, it was one of those it, lazy it just, reviews yeah. where it was like, how many times have we seen a game like this? We're going to nuke this game just because it's another one of these, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah, saying honestly, Honeycomb Beat yeah. is great. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it deserves the terrible review they gave it. Go ahead, Pat. What? Yeah, the, the thing is that is that the way that game reviewers, I think, their mentality was at the time is that they reviewed it if it's up there, triple A levels of good, you know? Because, I mean, there wasn't a lot of the stuff that wasn't triple A really wasn't focused on hardly or got harsh reviews. Mm. Or just like, a, oh, hey, this is weird game. Like, like Cubivore, I don't think it ever really got a serious review. It was mostly, here's this weird in Japan, this weird game that's from Japan that is like weird. Because I remember seeing videos of that and it's like, it looks cute. And I didn't know what where it was or where to get it. But yeah, a lot of that stuff for like games that are just like absolute tr trash. Like, I mean, of course, like big titles, like, I mean, Resident Evil 4, stuff like that. Like the big games, Halo 2, Halo 3, got the giant big reviews and the big numbers. But I think. A lot of viewers tend to review it if, in terms of is it in the running for AAA, which I think nowadays right. a lot of people have gone around, especially with the the influx of indie games, Japanese games overseas, translations. It's a lot more fair. Like You're seeing more like 8s and 9s on these weird Japanese games versus before where it probably would get like low mm -hmm. view numbers or low... And in, and in retrospect, I mean, these games that Sessler and everyone else gave, like 3s or 2s, or like you know triple a and like worth hundreds of dollars now so it's like even the room is like it's like a almost a 200 dollar game room four they 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 trash that game yeah i mean Complete trash that it's like a two that, out of five i think really anything that's like yeah, a really slightly bad. indie or less than mainstream i mean Who's to say that they weren't getting paid? I hate to be a conspiracy theorist. You know, I don't want to sound like Art Bell here. But I mean, like, it seems to me like they might have been getting some kind of funding or some kind of, like, you know, kickbacks from certain games. I know that kind of stuff was going on because I remember GameSpot had, like, this huge falling out with the whole Kane and Lynch thing, you know, um, where it was like the, Jeff Gersman didn't want to give it a good review because it was like this game's this game's crap you know but yeah but they were they were being paid to review it well you know and so yeah it's like GameSpot fell apart uh back then when when that review hit because it was one of those things about journalistic integrity you know and um i don't think x play had a whole lot of journalistic integrity nor did they really care about having journalistic integrity that just wasn't the whole point of their you know their broadcast yeah but. and and the thing is, is that again they're trying to sell advertisements and that's why i kind of i've like like i know a lot of people make fun of uh, Je uh, uh jeff Keeley for like the dorito pope and stuff and having ad ads for like mountain dew but he made right. a valid point that like really struck me after i heard it where i'd stop mocking him mm -hmm. it's like if we get these reviewers that these sponsors that are not game related it'll remove the the, the idea of like uh, of like bias reporting Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of people still slag on calling the Dorito Pope. And I, I think with the success of the Game Awards, it sort of went away a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But he had a really valid point, and I think he was, he really is, like, one of the rare people that back then that were, had general, generalistic integrity. He's like, yeah, it is weird, but, I mean, I'd rather, I think, for the, the, the idea of removing that biasy and that sort of, that, that sort of um, conflicting, conflict of interest, 
that it's best that we have reviewers that you know are Mountain Dew and are this and that and are like you know Coca Cola because it's like if these like imagine if it's like oh Sony sponsored this and it's like oh it's and you give a good review there's always a question is there is it really like bias or is there some biasy where it's like oh it's like Mountain Dew or this okay it's there's some it's weird but you know there's not a lot of bias yeah which is a really interesting take to have and. I definitely agreed with him once, and I understood his position on that. So mm-hmm. I think nowadays, I think a lot of companies, especially, I think the Game Awards are really good at that, where they're not having a lot of sponsors or needing them, really. Yeah. Or, like, they have external ones, so it's like there's not a lot of bias. And I think, nowadays, I think probably your game reviewing is more journalistically, like, journal has a better journalistic integrity than it did, like, all those years ago, even up I, to, like, 2000, the 2010s. I think really? that's I think that's a result of social media, honestly, because journalists know now that if they BS a review, people are going to just, uh, you know, cook them for it on, on social them, media. Yeah. You know, like whereas back then you could get away with, you know, you could get away with, you know, phoning in a review or giving something a poor review, and people, it's like we didn't have the internet. At least we didn't have social media back then. There wasn't as many people talking unless you were in like IRC chat or something like that. You know, you were in those yeah, old like Usenet groups. groups. Exactly. I mean, yes, there were people that were plugged in, but most people were like me, just a kid growing up ha- having nothing but the newsstand at my grocery store or something like that. Like magazines, you'd look in a magazine and you try to get an opinion on a game. We didn't have, you couldn't even watch video of it and if you if you did if you were lucky enough you're talking like a postage stamp size video you know on a, on a site back in you know 97 98 so you really you really took reviewers word for things you know and if they said um stay away from this game because it's 2d or because it's got too much fmv in it or something like that you probably yeah. you couldn't afford as a kid who doesn't have a job and has to ask your parents for games for birthdays or christmas to waste you know, 50, 60 bucks on a dud, you know? Uh, so exactly, you re- exactly. I was going to yeah. make that same point. Like, uh, even I suffered from that where I would listen to X-Play and I really wouldn't play anything that got, like, lower than a 3 out of 5. Yeah. Because like, it's like, I don't I don't have infinite money. Like, you know how many GameCube games I could have, like, like, even Star Fox Adventures I really wish I'd gotten, or Assault, like, because those games actually are fun. Like, believe it or not, they're still pretty fun games, even though they don't yeah. have the Star Fox formula. Oh, they're yeah. still good games, like... Like I, I I will say that while there's a lot of redundancy and weird stuff in Star Fox Adventures, it still has that like Banjo Kazooie vibe to it. If you like that sort of game, mm-hmm. can you imagine so, yeah. how many great games you might have bought if you didn't listen to reviewers back in the day? You know, and how how much more uh, valuable your collection might be if you had gotten the games that they told you to stay away from? You know, because it's like, of course, you know, if you were a Nintendo fan, you were pretty much buying all the Mario games or the Zelda games and stuff. But like on the GameCube, there were so many. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say like uh, undiscovered gems or what. <laughs> there were so many like uh, obscure tra- and ignored games. What? There's several that I want to get that got better views. I, I always want to get all the Resident Evil games on the GameCube. Could never find them at any stores like Resident Evil one, you know, the Resident Evil two, Three and uh, two and three, Code mm-hmm. Veronica, mm-hmm. GameCube ports. Yeah, could never find them. I always wanted to find Cube before. Could never find that at any store. It's so, really. It was so rare. The 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 first time I ever saw it, it had a hundred and fifty dollar price tag on it. But I mean, huh. uh, Cube before I can believe. Yeah. But uh, the other ones, it's funny because for a while there, they were just 
pretty common. I remember at my GameStop that those those Resident Evil ports were those and the Zelda one was pretty common uh, for a I while. I guess it's Arizona where really it was bad for that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all is the great rare for, stuff is for survival impossible horror. to find. Yeah. But at least I'm glad I have them now. Like I thanks oh, to yeah. a big shout out to uh to P- Peter with him giving with him sending me code Veronica X. Mm-hmm. I finally have all the Resident Evils on the GameCube now. So I'm nice. so happy. Nice. That that was my one goal. Uh, the only thing I don't have is on Dreamcast, but it's like I don't really need I really need code uh, the only Resident Evil needs I need on that is Resident Evil two and three. But they're so expensive, I don't know if I want to buy them at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, how much is it for Resident Evil 2 on, a, yeah, on as, Dreamcast? While you're looking, I'm going to speak to uh, 8-Bit S&K boys saying, you know, I'm old, so I was in my 20s in the 90s. So I had a different well, experience having grown up in gaming right from the 70s. So yeah, I mean, being a 20-year-old, I imagine you you had a job, so you had some disposable income. You might have been importing by then you know i often tell folks like so i was a teenager in high school with the saturn and i didn't really i only in fact i started to get a job i got a job because i needed to be able to buy games you know i needed to be able to start to like i had the console which i scraped together money to get um and so i and i got it used right so i got the console and a couple games and then it was like well now what so I had to go get a job in order to be able to start buying games. And it wasn't really till the Dreamcast that I became financially independent Secure. and to the point where I started uh I started like seeking out ways of importing games and stuff with the Dreamcast. But folks like Mel, my friend Mel Sega Lord X, he was the generation before me. So yeah, it was it was like he really started importing uh at the tail end of the Genesis and then with the Saturn, you know. So yeah, I was just a little too young to be able to be to be uh, getting a ton of games and importing games and stuff like that. It was like when you're that young, you found fa- you found ways to play games, whether it was borrowing from your friend, sleepovers, uh, doing like game stealing nights, stealing <laughs> stealing them. But uh, um, but uh, but it, it's funny though because like I actually was lucky to have that opportunity when the 3ds was out because I had a job yeah. back then and I was able to buy stuff and I. I have like expensive ass games. Like I have the the special edition of Fire Emblem Fates. That's like eight hundred dollars an hour, something crazy. So I'm glad I got that. Um, oh, you have Fates? Wow. Yeah. No, that is edition. an expensive. Oh, special. Okay. Yeah, that's an expensive game. I, I literally, I I literally like had to fight people. Like I had to fight Amazon almost because I almost didn't get it. Uh huh. And it actually gave me like because I didn't get it, they gave me like two eighty like two gift cards, and I had like eighty bucks. Right, and I bought. I used it to buy Pokemon Tournament and Star Fox, Star Fox, Gara, Star Fox Zero on the on the Wii U. Not like you said I mean, something free, else. So I can't, I can't complain. I should have spent on something else. You're right, but uh, Pokemon Tournament was actually a lot of fun. Um, I do wish though I did pick up the the Shin Megami games on on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did get like the big, like big heavy hitters. Like I got Metal Gear Solid on there, or Metal Gear Solid Three on there. Mm-hmm. I got Fire Emblem Fates. I got the Pokemon stuff. So I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna lament. I, I do wish I did get like the 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 actually the only game the only game I do want that I could not get is uh Yokai Watch Three. That's the only one I really want. That's mm. expensive as hell. Those Yokai Watch like... games. Let me, let me. Okay, quick story. 
fries, which doesn't exist here at least anymore. I don't know if there's a fries left. Uh, but they're there's all... a fries food and drug here, but it's a different store. Okay. The fries, <laughs> okay. The fries the fr electronics is gone. Yeah. Okay. So, I, uh, uh oh, what happened there with our uh -oh. chat? It uh -oh. just like went out. I don't know. Anyway, chat's fine with me. The chat's fine. Okay. I got a five oh three error for a moment there. That's weird. Um. Yeah, anyway, YouTube's dumb. So. I walked into, I went to Fry's often, and they always had these bargain bins with 3DS games in them. Mm -hmm. And I had so many opportunities to buy the Yokai Watch games, and I and I kept buying other stuff. And I kept thinking, oh yeah, well I'll have other opportunities to buy these. They just keep going down and down. And at one point, I think it was just like five bucks, you know. It, it, and I didn't buy I have, them. I have the original Yokai Watch sealed for five bucks. I got it five and below. I, so I ended up getting the original one for 3DS, but that's the only one I got. And the other ones are have become really expensive, and yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, wish, I, I just wish I would have. Yeah. yeah, I do want to take the element. I think I'm going to get them eventually, but right now I'm kind of uh, in the Warhammer vibe. Mm -hmm. like I usually get like different hobby vibes, and it's like I'll I'll hop from hobby to hobby if I get bored with it. But I honestly, I don't play a lot of video. Like, literally, I can't even... I don't even know the last video game I played that, that was like a single player experience. Like, I, I mean, I was playing stuff like Age of Empires 4 or like, you know, the, the Saturn stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I literally can't remember the last 3DS game I played or Switch game. It's been so long. Mm. I just don't have the time. I do Shiro, I do work, or I paint my like, you know, my, Your dollies. my little dollies. So it's like, it's like I have so many the last, other uh, hobbies right now. The last 3DS game I played was luigi's mansion dark moon and only because <laughs> my son was like interested in luigi's mansion 3 on the switch which we don't have yet and i'll probably get it uh at some point but i was like here you can play this <laughs> luigi's mansion dark moon uh so recently booted that up and was playing that a little bit but um shadow mask yeah. you mentioned something about listening and what you didn't hear the robot voice um Clarify what you're talking about. Do I sound like a robot now? I don't know. No, he, no, you know the. Ro he, I guess because I uploaded, he couldn't hear your robot voice. So I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like I was telling, I, I, I was maybe... telling folks when we when we started the show that I I installed new drivers. I, I I updated the firmware and I installed new ASIO drivers on my iRig. So hopefully it's good now. I'm I hoping anything's so good so far. So hopefully, yeah. And uh, and I'm using a new cable. So knock on wood. But, um, yeah, so I do want to let you people know that, like, and, and, and one more note before we move on from the, the game collecting thing. If you want a game now on Switch, PS4 or Switch, collect it now. Mm. Like, don't don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on I it. I think that I think that's I would say that with anything, you know, honestly, um, like, like, if you really like a game, like, don't be like us. Like, honestly, there's some Switch games I haven't bought just because I don't play them. Uh, if you really, really want it, but, like, like, like really, really want it, I would suggest you buy it now. Like, the weird Japanese ones that are, like, a dollar or something or five bucks. Go to, go, to, uh, go to GameStop. Go through the PS4 games or the Switch games. See what's weird and obscure that you think is going to be cool or that you mm -hmm. like or that you know that you want to play and buy it now. Like, I have stuff that, I, that I've sealed that I haven't played, but I, I know I like it, like the Pocky and Rocky remake. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be worth money, but I, I like Pocky and Rocky, and I don't want to not be able to play it. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah it's get stuff like that. Everything everything is gonna go up, you know, like once the once it becomes something that folks are going back to, you know. That's the way that's the way it's been with DS, you know, like um I mean sat so obviously Saturn's expensive and that's more a matter of it gaining in popularity while at the same time uh you know there's just not that many of them, not that many games, so uh less to go around. But even with the DS, with the DS, it was a case of it being so popular and so universally loved, you know, among an entire generation of kids. And it's like now they're at that age where they're starting to kind of go back and want to play a lot of those games again. And it's just ridiculous, the prices of some of those DS games. Yeah, good luck playing the best version of uh, of uh, of Gold and Silver now. Good, oh good, yeah good 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 luck kids that, that's that's another thing entirely too like i don't when i'm thinking about ds games i'm not even thinking about pokemon games like pokemon games are another thing entirely and it doesn't matter what system they're on it's just they're ridiculously expensive you know i think the craziest ones all the battle network games are literally all a hundred over a hundred dollars <laughs> oh yeah no kidding crazy to me mm-hmm but yeah, like, like, but I mean, luckily they have a collection of them now, so you don't have to worry about it. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's satiated. But like, yeah, like before that, like, good luck playing any of the uh, the Mega Man 3D, the Mega Man Battle Network games. They were just impossible to play on the DS. They're just all over hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily the R4 cart's pretty good. So if you want to play them on actual hardware, sure. and R4 cart's like a couple bucks on eBay. Like, yeah, right now if you want to buy it. So don't even. And I mean. Almost Credit. every I can't think of a machine that's and games library that are not playable, you know, through means of piracy and you know a little bit of yeah, ingenuity. Games. Yeah, but but again, it's like if you if it's a game that means something to you that you want to own, and and you just you're not interested in having the entire collection, but you want a nice small collection of games that mean something to you. It's it's a good practice to just get it while it's cheap you probably won't regret it you know you certainly won't regret it later on when you go to reach for it and you're like i want to play that game uh and it's either been removed from some e-shop you know so it's unavailable or you know you go on ebay and you find out that it's two three four hundred dollars you know this is ridiculous you know not to mention the fact that some of these games you know uh aren't taking aren't they aren't taken great care of, you know, so you might be on eBay trying to grab a disc-based game and you get it and find out that it only plays halfway through and then you're stuck, you know, so it's, you know. It's it's a risk. And the thing is that, that I think that a good way to look at it is, like, buy the games that you know you want to play. Don't buy it just to collect it to hope they're going to be worth money or yeah. just because you want to have a complete collection. Mm. I also need to have clean, complete collections that don't even touch any of the games, but... Yeah. But like with me, like I don't even like pick stuff sh- stuff up the shelf. I have like almost full libraries on the on the GameCube, on the Saturn, on the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. on the any, all the Mister stuff, almost all the PlayStation stuff on the the Mister. And it's like I don't really need to. I mean, there's still some games I want to get on there. Like I think the one game that I really want to get is Tail Concerto. Tail but Concerto, that game yeah. Is, mm-hmm. That one, and then and then Klonoa. Yeah. Holy crap. And of course, the one game that I think as soon as I get, I'll stop game collecting, Snatcher. Man. Like, honestly, at this point, it's like I, I was thinking about trading my Fire Emblem Fates Collector's Edition for Snatcher. 
or like that plus another thing just to get I'd do that trade. Here. I would do that trade. Uh, you also have like a bunch of vinyl. You could just sell some of your vinyl and get Snatcher if you really wanted it, you know? Like, I'm surprised you don't own yeah. Snatcher either because, like, it's you could easily... It's just I want to get yeah. it in person. And, like, I, I the hear people you. That do, the yeah. people that do it, like, the one time I found it, the guy didn't want trade and he didn't want to... And he can't use cards, so it's like, mm. well, I guess I Not can't... Not to mention there's now. a lot of reproductions and, and Sega CD games, you could just burn a CD, right? Like it'll boot exactly. Up. I want to get so, I want to get the real deal, and I want to make sure it's from the yeah. right thing. So I'm hoping that you know eventually. I mean, I'm getting one of the grails. I always wanted the broadband adapter. Somebody. Uh, oh, did you pick that man. up? Huh? Nice. You picked that up. Oh, Funny. No, I was uh, thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, it's about in the it. chat. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I always wanted. It's always over a hundred fifty dollars, anyways. Right. And it's all boxed up with everything, so I'll just get it. And I just what did you get so it can, for? Uh, $110. We're still working on a deal. He's, he says he's going to be out of town for a couple of days. So sure. I'm not yeah. sure back. No, that's nice. Uh, and you can, you could still use it, you know? So that's good too. You could still, yeah. you could still put it to use. Yeah. I um, want to use it. Honestly, fantasy star is what I want to use it for. So good. Honestly, we should maybe do that. Like maybe do like a, a game stream where we just play fantasy star together and level up on the That'd Dreamcast. That'd be rad. That would be so rad. I mean, that there's a game that is like the the OG, you know, like chill game. You know, you could just uh the Forest of Raggle, just uh going through and leveling up or just just uh killing monsters and getting loot and doing it all over again, wash rinse and repeat. Kill the dragon. Exactly. I, I I I could just play that game offline, honestly. But I mean, even with friends it's even better. But yeah, that's such a great game. We'll we'll get we'll figure something out uh, once I once I get the broadband adapter because I, I like I, what I love about my setup right here with the giant brick thing the giant mm -hmm. uh, my giant cool cart is that I like route so many wires through the side of it so I literally wrote I routed the Ethernet the 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 net link into there I routed the uh, all the cables the wiring the networking stuff yeah it's so cool I absolutely am I am in love with like the the design of it it's so cool I love this cart. Like I know it's meant for seeing people's anuses, but like, <laughs> man, this cart. Honestly, this might be my favorite piece of furniture I've ever owned. Talking about the one you got from the cart. hospital, right? Yeah, uh, that, yeah. It is so useful. It is crazy how useful this thing is for game stuff. Yeah, it's like kind of like a rack-mounted system, you know. Exactly. Like it. it looks industrial, but I first it's just so neat. It's everything I need in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good, and the best thing it has wheels on it, so you can roll it around. And if you want to, like, like when I'm moving, I could just secure everything down, mm -hmm. unplug the wires, and roll it out the front door. Like, it's that simple. Like, if you guys have, a, have a, a, like, a hospital thing that's getting rid of hospital supplies, and they have a cool cart, get it. Yeah, it's going to require a lot of cleaning. Yeah, it's going to be weird at first, especially if you have, like, a medical phobia. But it is worth it for how utilitarian it is. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my, my medical phobia is top. I have so much medical phobia but yeah uh definitely get one of those because honestly the best investment i've ever i ever made it pretty much was free i got like because i remember i bought like was it seven or eight crts for like a thousand bucks like or no it was 1500 and after that like i sold i sold all of them it was just profit those carts were free mm -hmm. like it was to the point where i actually had to throw some away because i just couldn't I couldn't, like, there was, like, four or five carts I got with it. It was crazy, but I kept two of them, 
and I use them for my game consoles and everything, and everything is so cool. It is so neat. Please, people, get one if you can. When I was in college, I lived in this tiny little apartment, and everything was very cramped, but I had a little cart with a, with a CRT on it, and it just mm-hmm. sat at the foot of my bed. So I could literally just lie there and, uh, like, call in sick to work. <laughs> just play, like, Final Fantasy twelve for, for eight solid hours. Uh, only Damn. only getting up uh, every once in a while to make a quesadilla or go to the bathroom, you know? And, uh, yeah, no, uh, those those are the days without responsibility. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah no. Not, I know that feel. I was rocking. It was S-Video back then, though. Uh, I don't think I had gotten it. Well, it was PlayStation 2, but I hadn't gotten the the uh, component into component and all the better video signals back then. I was just... It, still, S-Video was a huge jump from com- composite, so... But yeah, I had a nice little cart, and you could wheel it around, you know, so... But not, yeah, not, that's, quite, that's not quite the industrial beasts that you have back there. Hey, that's still pretty good. Honestly... I kind of want to take a staycation one of these days and just get through a bunch of RPGs I have in the just back. Just break a leg, <laughs> right? Break break a leg or or something else. <laughs> yeah, because then... like I I would love just to hook up because I have the PS2 in my room <clears throat> connected to the drive. Mm-hmm. I have like my my saves for all the games on the network. Mm-hmm. I just want to hook up into it and just play some because I'm trying to get through Dot Hack. That's one, but like I have it hooked up to the Mister on my like 65 inch plasma screen TV. With almost mm. all the library of PlayStation 2 games I want to play it is insane. Yeah. But yeah, I love I I love like like this. And that's another one, PS2, I don't need to collect for because I have pretty much all the games I want to play hooked yeah. up. So And I mean, you know, like, like now b- being a dad, that kind of those kind of opportunities are few and far in between, if at all. Um, which is fine, you know, because like, you know, having kids is is super rewarding. But um I imagine and I hope that, you know, the uh, the day will come when I'll be able to do that again. <laughs> Where I'll just be able to like be like, okay, honey, uh, you go do your gardening thing and I'm just gonna like, you know, zone out <laughs> and play video games, you know? Because the kids are gone and you know, I can do that, you know. So Yeah. I think it all comes down also just the, the like the mentality of things like what would you rather spend your time doing? Like leave me well, right now definitely like- with Right now, definitely with my kids as much as I can, you know. Um, yeah. There are, although there are, yeah, like, it, it, it's always more fun when Jesse's willing to game with me, you know. But he's he's his own person, you know. He He's definitely kind of developed his own tastes, which have kind of diverged from me. Like, he's just super into anything Pokemon. And I can get, I love, like, the old uh, classic Pokemon games and stuff, even Soul Silver and stuff like that. But, I mean... Mm-hmm. I'm not really that into Arceus or Arceus, however you want to say it. That's like, fair. like it's, it's cool. I, I recognize that it's cool and it's open world and it's doing new things and stuff like that. But I don't want to like spend hours of my life in that universe. Like I've got, there are so many other things. I waste my time trying to connect the Saturn <laughs> with other folks. Hey, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> and it's all down to like how we want to spend our time. Like, cause I could play, spend like eight hours just playing uh, uh, like a, dot hack and beating it or yeah. i could spend eight hours paying this and have something you know that's like is is pushing my artistic skill like i'm expressing myself better i have something i'd be like everyone asks what have you been doing for all these hours this is what i've been doing for all these hours or yeah. like uh or like with the shiro stuff with the shiro stuff it's like what have you been doing like i'd rather put it into shiro it's like 
this is what I've been doing, and you know, with show them the magazine, show mm-hmm. them through the 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 subs, show mm-hmm. them all the content we work on. So it's yeah, that's the thing though is that is that it's all like what what is the better spent time? Do you want to push yourself and or send to a game that's never gonna like get you like uh really get you anywhere really? I wouldn't yeah. say get you anywhere, but it doesn't like you know you can't really show it off for like. <laughs> I'm you reading know. the comments. Nerd. Yeah. Slowcoin, I wish I, you know, I wish I had that kind of time to sink into into that, you know, honestly. I I would if I, again, like, you know, if this was like 15 years ago or something like that, I probably would have beat RCS a couple times, but you know, it's just these days you got to pick and choose what you spend your time on and and yeah, so I'll, I'll get, I, I will, I will get there again. You know, there, that time will come again. I'm sure it's called retirement. You know, it's just like, I hope that all of my consoles still work then, <laughs> you know, otherwise well, I'm really going the, to the have to end FPGA. Exactly. Exactly. No, I'm going to, I'm hoping to invest in, in a nice workbench at that point. Like, you know, I'll clear Jesse's room out and it'll be like my soldering bench and I'll be able to like service all my consoles and stuff like that at that, at that point. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I think there's a lot of good opportunities that we have in the future, and like I'm, I'm honestly, I kind of really want to get back to gaming stuff because I really just want to to beat some games, and like maybe instead of watching Deep Space Nine at at night or watching YouTube videos, I just play Dot Hack. So I think that's one of the, oh excuse me, one of the goals I'd like to do is yeah. get into that. Oh, uh, have you have you finished uh, Uncle from Another World yet? Or did you nope. did you start watching it? You got you got to watch it. You got to get caught up on that. I know. I know. I know, know you enjoy it as well. I know you enjoy it. Don't don't even worry. Don't even bother with Mandalorian. Like this this latest episode, it's just so bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I cannot this recommend has been it. Really, sh- really crap. Like it's like, bad. Like, it's bad. I don't like, even I mean, know. Is that the one with the the two cameo people? Two or three? Three. Yeah, there's like three of them. It's like it's bad. Yeah, like. Like the beginning of the season was also trash. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna explore the season. We're gonna do the Mandalore thing. It's like, I thought, oh, oh, we're not gonna do that off screen. It's like, no. And it's like three episodes dedicated to that. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. The whole thing's like, pointless. The whole the the whole thing is like pointless because they, you know, the culmination of of Luke and everything like that, and that whole rescue. You realize that was all for nothing because it's, they're back here to like the beginning. You know, because they realize like, hey, that without Yoda. Baby Yoda. It's like they don't really have anything to go on, so they're like they have to keep somehow keep him back in the in the mix, you know. Anyway, I don't know how this. Just avoid it. <laughs> avoid it. Take my word. Yeah, don't. What's died in the wool nerd too? I mean, what's that mean? Died in the wool just means like uh, ride or die. But uh, what is he talking about? D and D. She said, "I'm a dying, dying, died in the wool nerd too." I don't know what that means. Okay, maybe just talking about being a nerd in general. Oh, we are okay, nerds. that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> we are nerds. Yeah. We are geeks. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I just really <clears throat> need to. Yeah, so at least I can skip on Mandalorian, but yeah. I need to. be yeah, a Disney Star Wars is rubbish. Yeah, it's not not good. It's not yeah. good, but yeah, like I think I'm. You know what? Tonight I'm gonna do it. But after the the RPG, I'm just gonna go in my room. I'm gonna reconnect my PlayStation Two to the to my network drive and just play some play some uh uh dot hack that sounds like make fun. some progress that sounds like fun but evening evening well spent that's that's i i call that self-care <laughs> me time you know yeah. um 
in incidentally, uh, My Life in Gaming recently put out a video um, that had several shouts in it, and it had an entire Saturn section uh, care oh, yeah, of our that. buddy John Linneman. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, John, John Linneman, uh, did like the excerpt on Saturn, you know, cause he's a big fan and they have about a year of input latency. I, I jokingly said, because everything they're covering, uh, no offense is from like over a year ago. Right. With like the, and it's all great stuff, you know, yeah. Grandia, Lunar, um, or so, yeah, uh, so, sorry, Grandia and Soccer Wars. Uh, did they talk about Lunar? I'm yeah, not sure. Did. Oh, they did. Okay. But yeah, they yeah, did, they, the they unfortunately they didn't they weren't able to mention like all of the more recent stuff that's that's been underway. Um, they did mention Bulk Slash, of course. Stellar Assault is being worked on, which is amazing. And then uh, the winner of the most recent uh, annual contest was uh, Malenko's Tokyo Highway Tokyo. Battle. Yeah. Also known as Drift King ninety seven. I highly recommend you guys. If you know how to patch, uh, or if you need to know, you know, we can help you with that. But um, I'm so it's surprised been... that one. That's crazy. Well, I'm not so surprised. I mean, it was really the only like complete. It was like completely done within that year, you know. And yeah. I mean, it's a great game, you know. So I, 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 again, I know that I know that some of those other really high profile uh, games are going to place in next year's competition because they'll be done by then. But yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely check out uh, Tokyo Highway Battle or Drift, uh, you know, Shitoku Battle 97 Drift King. It's the precursor to Tokyo Extreme Racer on the Dreamcast. Okay? And uh, all the DNA is there. All, all, I mean, of course, it's, uh, you know, it got way better on the Dreamcast in Tokyo Extreme Racer. But, uh, you yeah. What? I was gonna say, kindly asked if they got a hold of any the overseas expand seller. Uh, no, we did order it though. Did we win? Yeah, we won. Did we win the second one? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, we won the second one. Yay! Okay, yeah, you did forget to mention that because I didn't even know. Yeah. So I we won the second yeah, batch. So... Nice. Now we have twenty net links. Yeah, so that's twenty net links more <clears throat> for people to use. So. And people keep you... asking me in side chats and stuff like that. Hey, can you add me to the short list? And my answer to that is um, <clears throat> yes, but please consider becoming a patron because it's really patrons that are going to get uh, first dibs, first crack at the uh, at these uh, Netlink packages, I guess you could say, these bundles that we're going to put together to help folks get online. So if you're interested in Netlink Play, um, you know, consider becoming a patron uh, so you can help support what we do. Uh, we actually used pa patron funds to bid on those items and win them uh, so that we can pass them on to community members at cost. Um, and instead of folks having to go on eBay and get, get completely gouged. Uh, yeah. Cause like, like know. I think, I think a net like is pretty expensive and that's not even with the setup, not even with like, the setup. So yeah, we're going to try to make it as affordable as possible. Cause we actually want, uh, you know, we want members, we want people to uh, join our tournaments. Um, but uh, yes, Tokyo Extreme Racer is awesome, and definitely check out uh, Tokyo Highway Battle. Well, so it was localized. It came out on the PlayStation as Tokyo Highway Battle. Um, the the Saturn equivalent, Japanese only, is uh, Drift King ninety seven. But he localized it, and so the title screen now says Tokyo Highway Battle ninety seven. So check that out. He also got some good references there. I'm not going to spoil it. So. 
Yeah. Uh, what else? Any other questions before we go? Because I think we need to uh, thank all up. of our patrons and wrap it up. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's pizza night, movie night with the kids, and I'm sending this to Anthony, right? Sending what to Anthony? Oh, oh, the package. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. send that to. I I I, be- I believe so because you know he's got all the modems there, so he can just kind of pack everything up and send them out to folks. We'll figure that out. So, um. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday. Yeah. So it should be. So Saturday can work with his Sega rally because he's listening as engine. You know that that but that Captain Hodden that doesn't work with the Netlink version. I for, forget it. All bets are off with the Netlink version because there's the input latency. So I don't do that. I just kind of, uh, I just kind of you shoot from the hip <laughs> when it comes to the Netlink stuff. The the key with the netlink is is just kind of like uh, I told somebody that uh, Sega Rally over netlink is more kind of like a grip tape death match <laughs> the gum tape death match in in initial D where your yeah. hand is like tied to the steering wheel. Um, it's all about like really really um, subtle movements um, because the oversteer and understeer are so bad because of the input latency that you basically have to just kind of like drift and then counter steer. And kind of use the acceleration subtly so that you can kind of get through the course instead of turning really hard one way or the other because that just ends up putting you into the wall um just because you can't time the counter steer properly so yeah um i mean i don't know if that's going to get any better as as latency as they're able to you know get the latency down but my experience has just been that Sega Rally Netlink is completely different, plays completely differently than the offline experience. Um, and I think that uh, that's it. Yeah, that's Star Fox it. Assault is amazing. That's about it. We should uh, definitely, let's see. Let me grab my phone and that way I can uh, get the list of patron. And have I was going to say, I could probably do that real quick. I have it you up could, right now. Yeah, you, do you have it up? Okay, help me out then. Yep. Yeah, go ahead and I'm read sorry. them off. Uh, I guess before we go, let's uh, give a uh, give a shout out to two new patrons. You got uh, Steve Unger Jr. and Chad Clark as our two new patrons. So thank you guys for patronizing us. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, if you I'm haven't already, be sure to patron- join the patronizing <laughs> patronizing us. I feel patronized by your patronage. Thank you for patronizing us. Be sure but, to join uh, the Discord and introduce yourself there too, and and hang yeah, out. Links. Links in there if you want to talk to us or yell at us or say that the stream is garbage. Up to you. Um, so anyways, uh, got a shout out. A Murder of Crows, Blue Moon 95, Emerald Nova, Johannes Fetz, Nate Lawrence, Cerulean. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Derek, a.k.a. A-Team. Uh, Fat Drunk Otaku Friend. Uh, Jim Clasher Rank. Justin, Momphis, Normal Guy, New Rages, Robert Ramsey. Rowan Dished, Sega Steve, Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, Theron Brown, and Young Money So We. If you guys want to get shout out on the podcast, definitely uh definitely uh, uh backs at the ten dollar and up level, we will shout you on the podcast. Our names are in the credits. If you're just give us money. Uh give us some money <laughs> if you back us on Patreon. But you get also really cool things like you get early access to uh ROM hacks that all of our content on, right? Malinko specifically. Yeah. You get Huh? You'll get early access to all of the content that we produce. All the content, yeah, all the content we produce. 
uh, all the content that we support. Yeah, we do that uh, magazine. Get your name in the magazine, the next one that comes mm-hmm. out uh, eventually. Get access to uh, our, our private general chat, the inner circle chat, where we talk about everybody behind their backs. Not really. Yeah, but. and pretty much full access. So if you have a question, we'll look there. Mostly yeah. you want to discuss the show. or There's definitely discussion going on there that, that's not, you can't be found in the general yeah, it's and and you get, you get like all the people and it's really good. Like, is that where the discussion happened with the, uh, with the, uh, the oh uh, the... right part of, part of the discussion regarding like the Saturn's architecture and stuff like that. I think, uh, and then part Saturn. of it part of it was in the the general Saturn channel. But either way, it's you know it's it's great. You get you get access early access to all of our podcasts, any videos we put out. Uh, you get the inner circle. You get your do, name do in the magazine. The do they get? You get the panda no, pad. I, yeah. Wait, you get access. Get yeah, oh yeah. crap! I probably should do that. Absolutely, um, they get early access to panda panda vids as well. Yeah, panda and then, videos. Get us panda pad. I actually don't know if they. I think that's only for the panda monium subscribers. And you get first di- first dibs on uh, uh, the netlink bundles that we're gonna put out uh, as soon as we do that. Exactly, yeah, and, and if you guys want to back that, uh, it's in the description. Um, I think we're gonna this time. I think we're gonna do it for three dollars and up for the. I don't, I don't know for first dibs or. I'm trying to think, I don't. We'll discuss that. Um, mm-hmm. we'll figure that out. I don't know how we're gonna do that yet, but like I said, if you just join it, we'll you'll probably you'll have first dibs on it. I think, I think we might just do it since we're gonna have people buy it. We might just do it from the one dollar and up as well. So mm. I don't know. I don't know yet. We haven't we'll, discussed we'll discuss that. We it. Should have we'll done discuss it. Off there, <laughs> yeah. but yes. But we'll let you know beforehand, and we'll give you a thing. So if you guys want, we're gonna give you a warning. So if you really want to wait for that to back us, we'll let you know. In the meantime, if way, you go to our website, yeah. you'll see um, we we have a podcast link that'll take you to our podcast and all of the previous episodes that we've recorded, including the editor's corner and the very much up and coming rebooted main stream podcast uh which is that's all i'm gonna say for now and you'll get you, and you get early access to that too you'll get early access to that you also uh have here a uh, link to our magazine which you can purchase if you haven't already done so that would definitely help support us and also you'll have a piece of uh shiro memo- memorabilia collectible you'll have uh, it's my also, face in it and you also I'm, get a free I'm sure you want that if you can't afford it don't worry about it it's free you can download it online and read it um, you also have uh, information about getting your Saturn online through the NetLink. Uh, more information on how all that works and what you need to set it up. And, of course, uh, a single one-time donation uh, if you want to do that as well. Okay? Uh, down there at the bottom where it says donate. It's just a quick, quick donation. And then we've also got uh, links to all of our friends here, um, which we're always adding new links. And uh, yeah, I think that about covers. I think that about covers that. Yeah, I think think that's about it. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for watching, and then we will uh, we will see you later. We'll see Remember, you next time. You must play Sega yep. Saturn Shiro. You must play, you must play Sega, Sega Saturn. Saturn. See you later, guys. Shooting the camera.